podcast our purpose is to positively building men both young and seasoned our goal is to positively impact the lives of men and the effects that impact has on their lives families and communities as a man thinks wants to leave a legacy that will last a lifetime get ready to be encouraged engaged and challenged in this podcast you would expect to know what men go through hear us laugh cry share our personal challenges in this walk of life as a man thinks. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to As a Man Thinks. Uh, I guess I'm back from hiatus, which is kind of what we uh, discussed the last time you heard us, but uh, I am back and I am happy to have some time off. So I'm Sean Brown, Vice President of As a Man Thinks. Courtney Venus, President of As a Man Thinks, and we are glad that he's back. You know, even though when he came to the podcast, he acted like he was still on vacation. I mean, but we ain't going to hate on him. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go ahead and let him live. Kyrie, treasure as a man, thanks. And yeah, we are glad that Sean's back. Hey, sound very excited there, but that's all good. <laughs> hey, so listen, we've had a lot going on the last few weeks, and we want to make sure we share that with you. We also want to share some of the things that we got coming up too. So we got a couple, couple of opportunities, a lot that you can give us support. Uh, we know it's the end of the year, so people are going to be looking for opportunities to give to an organization. Why not give to a nonprofit that's doing things? So what we're going to do now is share some of the things that we've been doing. So the most recent thing that we did was uh, a trip to Chicago, and just want to know exactly how that felt for everybody here. All of us went. Uh, most of us brought our kids. But we'll talk to you today in a little bit. I didn't bring my kids. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. My kids didn't come. You know why? Because I don't have money to pay for a maid or anything like that. So my kids had to do what, you know, older kids had to do. So your kids, you saying you ain't have money to pay for a maid. So you kept your kids at home cleaning the house? <laughs> yeah, and watch, and watch the kids. I mean, I, I, I think you're an unfit parent. My kids are of age. I think we need, watch, I watch, think we need to reconsider kids. your parenting skills. Yeah. Okay? Because I think your son should have been on a trip with us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you might feel different, but I'm just saying. I do feel that different. I do feel different. Well, I bet you your son didn't feel that Yeah, good. I don't think your son felt different. When, 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 when he's seen the other kids on yeah. social media in Chicago. Here's the thing about that. I don't care. Who can tell them? It is what it is. And we get grown, then you can do whatever it is you want to do. But next time, time next time, you be a kid. Next time, let's just give your son your ticket. We'll take him and then you just stay here and watch dishes. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, y'all can take him. But look, let me say this Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. You know, we had the opportunity to go to Chicago, hometown, love it. Uh, and the one thing that was so impactful as we was up in Chicago, you know, we got an opportunity to pray with some youth, you know, and and really impart in their lives. Uh, and then we also got an opportunity to go and impart into, you know, some individuals that had needs. Um, 
you know, and I'm talking about hundreds, hundreds of people out there with needs and we were able to give them some care packages. You know, one of the things broke my heart was we gave a care package to a young lady and she stopped and she thanked us for the package, but she opened it up and opened up the wipes and literally started washing underneath her arms and washing her face, face as we were standing there. And, you know, I think a lot of times we take for granted, you know, uh, us being able to do simple things like a shower, but us being able to do simple things like brush our teeth, because there's people out there that don't have the luxuries that we have. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. Uh, first time in Chicago, not been there before. Definitely enjoyed it. Um, I want to visit again without the time constraints that we had. So, you know, we were there, uh, left Atlanta on like a Saturday morning and came back Sunday afternoon. So we put a lot into it, but as Courtney mentioned, we uh, partnered with a group, uh, shout out to Tax Rod and the C2C organization up there, Convicted to Change. So we partnered with them, got to visit the community that they're familiar with, uh, prayed over a lot of youth, a lot of young men came out, prayed on, and really, you know, you can see some of the impact of what they're doing up in Chicago. But we did get to pray for a lot of youth out there. And then, like Courtney said, we went to the communities. And if you're not familiar, there's a lot of displaced people from like Venezuela and different foreign countries that are in certain cities. And Chicago is one of them. So you see hundreds of people just sitting outside of these precincts, first of all, for safety, because they want to be somewhere where they feel safe. Uh, but just seeing them out there with tents, you know, don't have anything. And when we come with all these care packages, I mean, we had an idea we were going to take care packages to multiple places, but I mean, we were we we didn't even have enough. I mean, based on what we had, everything we gave, we went through because it was just so we needed so much. But um, and and I know again, Pastor Rod's already doing some other things, partner up there with some different groups, but um, definitely support what we're doing because it is a fact. We want to make sure we can make it. But it had a great impact on uh, Yeah, like uh, both of the guys said, we definitely went to Chicago and prayed over. Definitely had a good time. Um, it was definitely an experience. Um, one of the things, like Deshaun kind of touched on, that uh, was really uh, an eye-opener. The care packages and not having enough. Uh, I think that was the biggest thing that kind of really, really sit back and, you know, think about your life and the, the small things or just the things that you are able to do and like with the intent of one I can being able to, I don't know, we thought maybe we'd be able to give a care package to everybody, but it was so many people until we, we just didn't have enough. So it it almost made it I don't I don't know how they felt, but I almost made it worse because we gave some some, but then some didn't get none. So then now you you left out some so like donations and stuff that you guys are able to provide, just know that it goes to a good place. We would love to be able to provide everybody care packs and not just leave people out. So the experience was definitely an out. I know we joke and laugh, you know, Kyrie not bringing his son, but I'll tell you the most important part for me was bringing my boys. Um, I've got two sons, uh, six, 17 and 15, um, and really seeing them come out there and you know, they could have stayed home. They could have, you know, did whatever events they had. But to get them out of their comfort zone, get them out of their, you know, their routine and have them go somewhere, they were tired. I mean, I've got videos of my son just 
you know, straight knocked out because it was a lot put into one event. But when it was time for them to show up and when we had to, you know, connect and walk and do some different things and pray, they were there. They were praying. I mean, to hear my sons praying in groups of other young men, to seeing them give people care packages, you know, and then for them to talk about it. And we asked them, what did that mean to them? And they all shared about how those events affected them. So, I mean, it was impactful to me. I'm sure it was impactful to people that we touched. Um, but for us to see us, see our children impacted by it, I think that's something that's going to live with them a very long time. I would just add, man, that as a man thinks, is a non-for-profit organization. And you know we don't have special funding from the government, and we don't have you know ways that you know financially, you know we survive off of donations or people that you know want to be involved that that want to donate. And the one thing I would tell you is we're we're very thrifty when it comes down to you know donations and and really making sure that things are done right per our board uh, and making sure that we have open books for anybody to be able to see exactly where every any every dime goes to. Um, and I will tell you, as we was in Chicago, one of the things that stuck out to us is, you know, God has blessed us individually, where, you know, when we go on trips or, you know, we do anything with our families, you know, we stay at pretty nice places, pretty nice hotels, pretty nice amenities, you know, um, but when you're dealing with non-for-profit, you know, we didn't really have funds like that to be able to stay at a super nice hotel. And so we stayed at a hotel that was probably like a two-star, um, and it was very uncomfortable. But the one thing I thought about is I was in the hotel, I was, I was, I was sleeping, I didn't even, you know, I'm going to be real with you, I didn't even, you know, take my clothes off, I've got a hoodie on, I'm bundled up, just trying to get through the night, you know, and wake up in the morning and you see, you know, roaches and, you know, crawling around. It's just super uncomfortable. And that night, I was in the mode of, oh, you know, like, I don't, we don't have to stay in this place. We could go somewhere else and have a nicer place. Uh, and I was instantly convicted because of the simple fact that I thought about all the people if you know Chicago, you know it's cold. And we literally had people that didn't have socks, didn't have shoes on. We had people that was in our entourage that were taking their sweaters off, giving it to people, taking their shoes off, giving it to people. Really focused on just impacting people's lives. And we didn't want to leave there. And it just feel like there was not an impact. Uh, but it stuck out to me is, you know, a lot of times we complain about certain things in our lives, but we are blessed people. Yes, we, we was in a hotel that probably wasn't desirable, okay? But that morning, I took a hot shower. Even though as I looked up, I seen mold and different things, I still had hot water. There's people in Chicago that was living on the streets that we interacted with that don't have hot water that wish they was living in that little bitty hotel where they have safety and where they had, you know, simple things like soap and water. And so it really pierced my heart because things that we think matter 
don't really matter. What really matters is how we can impact people's lives that don't have as much. And then also be grateful to God that he put us in the position to not be in that same situation. Because anybody could be in that situation. None of us are exempt from that, and neither are you. It could just, one bad deal can put you in a situation like that. And that's the thing that really uh, came to mind for me. So what I want to say, is, and if you want to speak away, I'll let you go first on this one. So Courtney kind of spoke about it, I kind of spoke about it, but what do you feel the, the best things were about the trip? What would you feel, you know, if we, and when we do go, we obviously hit, I feel committed that we should go. Um, but what do you feel was the best opportunity there, best moment for you? And then, you know, if we go again, what are you looking forward to doing better the next time? Uh, best moments for me, uh, what I have to say, I would have to say is uh, when we walk into the, uh, I don't know, behind the gates, yeah, courtyard, courtyard with, the, with the with the kids and stuff. And and then when we were, as we were, you know, they prayed, we prayed and prayed over the uh, the community and stuff. But as, as we were coming out, there was kids on the outside that wanted to be prayed for. Like they wanted, they were like they literally was waiting for us to come out so they can, you know, they could get their homeboys and like they wanted to be prayed. And even some that was kind of like, nah, I don't know, like they convinced them to, to get prayed for. So that was something that we were definitely telling them. And you can see that those people want to do better, but sometimes they just put in a position where they have to do or, or you know, they have to do, but you know, they, they have to live. So they just they do because it's easy. Um, they don't also do, but I mean, just a just a piggyback, just a piggyback on Kyrie though. One of the things that stuck out because I was out there with Kyrie when we walked out, and these young men they wanted prayer, and Pastor Rod asked him. He says, "What would you like us to pray for you for right now?" <laughs> And the young man says, he's like, I'm a sinner. He says, I sin every day. He says, and I've done a lot of bad things in my life. And I just want God to forgive me for those, for my sins. And the thing that touches you the most about it is, someone mentioned in our group, they made a comment before we even went to Chicago. Why would you go to Chicago? Chicago is a place where there's a lot of youth that don't care about themselves and don't care about you. And they'll take your life because they don't care about their own life. That was a comment that was made. And when that comment was made, it pierced something in my heart because instantly you could get a sense of fear. But I understand and know who we serve. And we serve Baltimore. And he's our protector. And these young men that we came encounter with, it was bigger than just them individually. It was about their souls. And they recognized it. And they said, I'm a sinner and I want to be saved. So I think a lot of times before we jump to judgment by looking at the media and looking at what the media is telling you, about this, that, and another, and you until you go there yourself and see 
how these young men cried out to God and was so hungry for other men to come. Some of them don't have fathers. Some of them don't have no type of men figure in their life. And all they kept doing was hugging us and thanking us. And man, thank you so much. And we appreciate you so much. So I truly believe that the calling that we had in Chicago, God already knew and had a plan for what we need to go do. And we were on a mission for him, not ourselves. I need to stay in Thunder Cottage. Who are you finishing up on saying? Then just, uh, you know, Courtney kind of took me and ran with it, but that was uh, that was one of the things that was impacted. Um, I mean, still, as far as like doing something fun, it was still a, a lot to be desired, just for some fact, you know, for like you touched on like time constraints. I, I still wanted to go to like the shed aquarium. Unfortunately, they were doing some running. Uh, down there, so I didn't go get to take a picture with the uh, Michael Jordan and nothing like that. So it's still a lot of fun things out there, but definitely we love to get back out there and, and, and just go back to that courtyard and, and see how those kids are doing. And, and uh, so that's, that's yeah, they had, a, they, had a, they had a marathon there, so they had a marathon that weekend. So the hundreds of thousands of people that were running through the city, and so they had everything barricaded off. So a lot of places that we really wanted to get out and get to, we couldn't really get to because of things were barricade. But, you know, we're going to plan another trip. We'll be back in Chicago. And when we go back to Chicago, we'll definitely be checking in with those young men, as well as the next time we go, we will have enough to be able to impact everybody that we come in contact with. Because the worst thing ever is to be able to impact 200, 300 people and there's still another 100 people that are looking at you asking, what about me? That's horrible. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess for me, what I took away was, yeah, and I would say the marathon did kind of put a damper on things. Because even though we had time, we just had to maneuver around the city where we could really do what we needed to do. Um, but the biggest thing for me was, there's a narrative out there that, you know, black men can't do things. Or, you know, you can't get black men in, you know, agree on a lot of different things, but there's a lot of division, and that's not the truth. I mean, it was us as men, but we also partnered with Convicted of Change. How many men did we said we had? We had over 60 men out there. We had, we had multiple vans, cars, we had people in cars, we had 15 passenger vans. You know, our van was full, their van was full. I mean, we had at least 40, 50 people out there, men out there impacting the community and we came in unity. So when we stepped on the scene, you knew exactly that something was happening. And, and that was amazing. That kills the narrative. The narrative that we can't get along, we can't do it. That's not true. Don't let nobody tell you that's not true. Don't let nobody tell you that we can't come together, we can't agree to do it, do it as power. And that's what I felt like. I felt like we were impactful. And it's according to point, we, we just need to do more. We all walked away from it wishing we could do more. Kids did. Adults did. I know some are already doing more after that, but we can only get there with your donation. So, as you said, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on, but please donate. Asamanthings.org. There's a link in there. You can donate to what we're doing, but get connected, get a part of what we're doing. And if you contribute, it'll also get your information so you can write it off as a nonprofit. So, so definitely get connected. You know, do you know what else stuck out to me? So, <clears throat> we went to this community. And there's only one way in and one way out. 
And when you go in, you're like kind of in a courtroom where there's little kids playing and, you know, you know, adults and stuff like that. But as we came in, like I was telling you, we came in with a huge presence because, you know, if you got 50 or 60 men just walk in to some place, you're going to recognize that. And one of the young kids said, oh, my God, are you guys a gang? It's almost as if he was fearful because he didn't know what was about to happen, you know. Um, and we instantly said to him, no, 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 we're not a gang. We came here because we want to pray with you guys and we want to throw the football with y'all and we want to play with y'all. And as soon as we said that, it's like the kids, all the kids' guards just dropped. Because at first, they didn't know what was going to happen and who was doing what. And it was almost a sense of fear. But then when they realized that we came in peace, we came in love, we came in, in a position of, hey, we're here to support and help. Uh, instantly, the guards were dropped. Instantly, the young men that were there wanted us to pray with them. I mean, couldn't stop hugging us. The kids got an opportunity to play football and, and do some drills and stuff out there. And uh, it was just really, really great vibes. It was a good feeling. So I know after Chicago, I mean, obviously we're going to do an event where you all hear the children. I know we've heard people who mentioned, you know, you all have sons, you talked about them. So we're going to actually going to do an event where you can hear from our children as well. You can hear our impact that was on them. But um, what else we had going on? So I know another event we did um, outside of that where we actually partnered with another organization. So any thoughts on that? Courtney? Man, I, I will tell you this. Uh, so last Sunday, we had an opportunity to partner with Arrow Youth. You know, shout out to Dr. Maya, you know, and we had an opportunity. This organization here in Atlanta, Arrow Youth has been around for decades and they've been impacting our community. You know, uh, they reached out to us probably about four months ago and said, hey, we love what you guys are doing. We love how you're impacting men and impacting young men. And we would like to contract with you guys for a year where you guys come on and partner with us. And because we recognize that there, with unity, there's power, there's authority. And so with us being able to come together with them and come in unity, we had an event that was out there in uh, Union City, uh, hundreds, hundreds of youth out there, uh, young men, you know, we put together basketball goals. Uh, we had a, we had a, uh, not really, we didn't do that for yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Well, <laughs> we didn't physically put it together, but there was some other men out there that did put that together for our basketball goal. Um, but, uh, we helped out there uh, to put together, uh, you know, for the arrows so they could shoot bow and arrows. Um, and uh, they <laughs> look, y'all, I can't even skip past it without telling y'all, okay? Y'all, my people, I got to represent. Deshaun had one job. I'm going to put it on him, okay? I ain't going to say it. He had one job. They asked us to take the hay and stack it up so that we could do a little bow and arrow, put targets on it. And the, the hay broke, and Deshaun had hay all over the place. I'm putting it all on okay? I'm looking at him, he's looking at me, and I'm like, we had one job, right? And you, you know. But, uh, but a great turnout. We had an opportunity to meet uh, a couple mayors, uh, you know, some councilmen, um, and, and really just spend time. 
talking about what we're going to do this whole year to impact the community. You know, so if you're looking for somewhere to send your kids or somewhere to be a part of, you know, whether it's feeding the homeless, whether it's taking your kids fishing, you know, some of the things they talked about they wanted to do is go and um, go over to, uh, you know, uh, Atlanta United and watch a game. You know, we're going to be doing a whole bunch of different events all year long for this whole year. So come get connected, y'all. Come get connected with us. Yeah, and I got the ad that you all want to be a part of it. So it's 4405 Mall Boulevard in Union City. That's 30291. 4405 Mall Boulevard, Union City, Georgia, 30291. And what we're going to be doing is every second Saturday, we're doing something for the men. So any of you all want to come out, want to get connected with us, want to meet us, greet us, speak with us, whatever you want to do, come out with us. We're going to be there every second Saturday, except this one in November. November 4th, we're actually going to do an event on next week. We're going to come out. But like Gordon said, we're going to do some things for the United United. Uh, whatever gifts you have as a man, whatever you like to do, whether you like, you know, finances, whether you like fishing, whether you like football, whatever it is that you do, you specialize in, you want to provide, come out, come out, be a part of it. We got a lot of young men that's going to be there. We got a lot of young fathers that's going to be there. We got a lot of brothers who want to be fathers that's going to be there. But it's all about empowerment men, really helping men to grow and develop and be who they are. A lot of organizations out there about helping men, we're doing it. There's a lot of people that say they want to do different things. I'm not really tooting our horn on everything, but I am going to say that everything that we said we wanted to do, we trust the God and believe that he'll do it to us and we're doing it. We talked about convicting the chain and partnering with them. We talked about partnering with the Arrow Youth Leadership. There's another thing that we've been wanting to do that we've done. And like they said, it's through the grace of God we're doing this. We're not doing it in our own right. Think of where we were a year from now. We weren't even thinking about this much a year, a year ago. But God wants some things to do. But get connected to it. Be a part of what we're doing. Kyrie, what do you think about the era you think? Here we go. Guys, my father the era you think. I can't think about the era you think because I wasn't there. Just like my kids were in Chicago, I wasn't at the era you think. Unfortunately, you know, hey, life happens with me, guys. They got all the time in the world. So Kyrie might be there. He might not. His kids might be there. They might not. And you know, so I'm the one you might see, might not see, kids you might meet. You might not even think I got kids because like they never there. So uh, you know, it's, it is what it is. Uh, so uh, only thing I can tell you about you, uh, Arrow Youth, is every second Saturday, like Deshaun said, I make it a point to be there. This Sunday was a, was a curveball. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, look, guys, at the end of the day, you know, there's a couple of us in the organization that's committed. And there's a couple that's not, you know, and that's fine. That's fine. You know, people have different commitment levels. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie chose to stay home on Sunday and watch football. And I would have loved to stay home and watch football. Right. But I made, I made a commitment. To Arrow Youth, and we are committed, and we're going to follow through with every commitment that we make as a man thinks, because we're committed to changing the world one person at a time. So maybe next time he'll come. I didn't commit to Sunday. So. You know, uh, shout, shout out to, I keep saying Dr. Meyer, but we both said Dr. Meyer. It's Pastor Meyer, but I do think you are a doctor as well. But Pastor Meyer, thank you. Uh, you and your husband are awesome. And then Dr. Jump. Dr. John, thank you for, uh, you gave me one duty to do, sir, and I didn't do that correctly, but 
they're not holding it against us. But uh, thank you for partnering with us. You saw you know what not to do. Right. Don't give the shine and God. Right. And don't depend on me to be there. Yeah. You, you, if you're looking for me, Kyrie, to do anything, but you better ask Courtney. Met that show, Courtney. Show up. <laughs> but, uh, but in all honesty, we appreciate you all partnering with us. Um, not a lot of people saw what we had in Azure Man Thinks. Uh, I want to talk about how we even got connected with Arrowview. So, uh, Morrison. Jay Morrison. So, Jay Morrison, who, you know, Jay Morrison, he's a, uh, you know, big time business and real estate down here. He's got an organization called the Black House, the Legacy Center. So, he actually did a nonprofit event where he wanted to bring people out and get them connected with other people doing nonprofits. So, that's how we got connected. Uh, as a matter of fact, we caught each other to that first time together. We did. And guess who wasn't there? <laughs> you guessed it. However, he did make it there the next time. So he came out the next time once he heard they had free food. So, <laughs> so yeah, he did come out to it. And I didn't even eat. So, but uh, but yeah, we got connected with the new Jay Morrison organization, Jay Morrison's organization, and um, and now we're grateful because we know it's going to be a great opportunity. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. I mean, so. Sean, what what do we got coming up, man? What's what's happening? What we got going on? Yeah, so we got a few events coming up. So uh, we want to be impactful in everything that we do. We always want to put those events out there. So we got a an event where we're actually partnering with a uh, community in Dallas, Georgia, which is where we're all at, Dallas and Pawnee County, and that is going to be on December 9th, I believe. More details on that to come. But what we're going to do is we've got a housing authority that we're going to partner with them. And we're going to give toys to kids. We're going to give kids toys. We know a lot of kids during the Christmas time do not have the opportunity to give but not receive. So we're actually going to give out toys to them. And then we're going to be partnered with another organization out in, in Atlanta, Martell Homes. Martell Homes. And we have an event and that's going to be on the, I think it's a, uh, I, I want to say it's a 17. I think like to look on the dates. So we'll get those dates out to you. Uh, but we're partnering with them um, as well. The goal is this, guys. No kid should wake up on Christmas morning without a gift. And I want you guys to think about something. Think about when you were growing up and how it felt, whether you woke up without a gift or you woke up with a, with a ton of gifts, how it felt. You know, it's got to be one of the most emptiest feelings ever to wake up on Christmas morning and not have a gift, and not have anybody that cared about the fact that you were alive or that you didn't get a gift. So we want to make sure that, you know, we adopt these areas and these kids wake up with gifts, you know, and where they could have something that they can open up on Christmas morning. Come on and support us, guys. Help us. Help us be able to change these kids' lives. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, we're going to be giving away sleeping bags and hats uh, for the homeless. So we'll be doing sleeping bags, hats, underwear, and socks. We know here in Atlanta, it's about to get cold, okay? And the, the thought behind this is if at least if we can give them a sleeping bag, a hat to cover their head, some underwear and some socks, you know, that was going to help somebody. You know, where they're not just sleeping out there in the cold with nothing. So come out and help us with that as well. Our goal is to impact our community here locally and afar. That's a, so you can reach us at asamanthings.org. You can follow us here on YouTube. 
or you can follow us on Spotify. But again, please donate, donate, donate. Without you guys, still, we are unable to impact how we want, not that we want impact. We'll still do what we need to do, but with your help, we can impact the entire communities here, all the way to Chicago, and wherever else we go, wherever we travel overseas. So please, please, please donate, like, share, subscribe. As a man thinks, appreciate you. Peace. As a man thinks, to learn how to get connected, support our mission, and become legacy-driven, visit our website, asamanthinks.org, or you can scan our QR code to get connected to our chat. You can also email us at partners at asamanthinks.org. Either way, get connected, be of support, be a legacy-driven, as a man thinks.